as we discuss uh, who St. Francis was. And uh, also, if you didn't see our post, we're going to do a pet blessing today. Um, so you don't have to have your pet with you, and that we're going to do that towards the end. Yeah. Uh, but if you want to, and and your pet wants to, um, <laughs> hug them up and and lay hands on them as we as we pray a blessing over them. Yeah. And take a picture of them too. Yeah. We'd love to have you posted. Everybody on, post their pets on the thread. So you already saw Fred this morning. Yeah. He was, he was in my seat, ready to go. Ready to go. And if you don't have a pet, um, this also goes for all of God's creatures, all yeah. our animal friends. I think we're, we're going to talk about we're gonna that. We're going to talk about that. So you don't have to have a pet to bless the animals that are around you or that you see in your uh, yard or trees or yeah. um, just to give thanks. So uh, Brian Owen said, good morning, church good morning. family. Hey, God bless you. I hope everything's well. Hope sea bass is well. And uh, good to good to have you with us every week. Uh, Taylor says good morning. Good Taylor morning. and Holly, happy Sunday, church family. And yes, we are a church family. Yes, I'm, we are. I am. I'm loving this, and I'm loving seeing you guys every week. So great to have you with us. Um, Amen. So we wanted to uh, just a little preface before we do the collect for this morning. Um, a uh, little bit, little uh, bit of information on St. Francis. Uh, Francis grants all of reality, even elements and animals, an intimate I thou relationship. And I thou is opposed to I it. Mm-hmm. You know, our animals are not its. Um, so I thou relationship. This could be a definition of what it means to be a contemplative, which is to look at reality with much wider eyes than mere usability, functionality, or self-interest, with inherent enjoyment for a thing in itself as itself. Right. We tend to be in our Christianity very human-centric, very individualistic, um, and we look at things through the lens of basically not only just ourselves and our person, I think we have a culture right now of people that think the universe starts and stops and is all about them. Right. And that's not true scientifically. It's not true spiritually. And it transcends even the gospel message, God's uh, redemption of mankind. It goes past even our human relation with God. As today points out, it goes into all of creation, yes. all aspects of creation. Yes. It goes the into cosmos. the cosmos, and that would include the animals, the birds, the fish. It goes into the trees, mm-hmm. and it goes into the land and nature. Uh, it extends out into the universe. Moon, the sun, and stars, which leads us into our collect this morning, is the Canticle of Creation by St. Francis of Assisi. So please listen along. O Most High, All-Powerful, Good Lord God, to you belong praise, glory, honor, and all blessing. Be praised, my Lord, for all your creation and especially for our brother's son who brings us the day in the light. He is strong and shines magnificently. O Lord, we think of you when we look at him. Be praised, my Lord, for Sister Moon and for the stars, which you have set shining and lovely in the heavens. Be praised, my Lord, for our brother's wind 
wind and air and every kind of weather by which you, Lord, uphold life in all your creatures. Be praised, my Lord, for Sister Water, who is very useful to us and humble and precious and pure. Be praised, my Lord, for Brother Fire, through whom you give us light in the darkness. He is bright and lively and strong. Be praised, my Lord, for Sister Earth, our mother, who nourishes us and sustains us, bringing forth fruits and vegetables of many kinds and flowers of many colors. Be praised, my Lord, for those who forgive for those who forgive for love of you and for those who bear sickness and weakness and peace and patience. You will grant them a crown. Be praised, my Lord, for our sister death, whom we all must face. I praise and bless you, Lord, and I give thanks to you, and I will serve you in all humility. Mm-hmm. Amen, amen and amen. Amen. Well, why don't you uh, give everybody kind of a history of Francis Assisi and why today is significant yes. and why we're talking about it. Well, October 4th, it marks the um, feast of St. Francis of Assisi, and um, uh, we celebrate uh, his feast traditionally mm-hmm. all week long. So we could have done the pet blessing last week, but I wasn't I wasn't ready for it. Mm-hmm. So we're doing it this week after the culmination. You may have seen things that I've posted. Um, feel free to go back and read through those. There's some interesting stories about St. Francis. Mm-hmm. Um, but here's a, here's a little brief history written by Shane Claiborne. So this week, Christians around the world remember one of the great heroes of our faith and the Pope's namesake, Francis of Assisi. But Francesco Bernardone... who died on October 3rd, 1226, must be laughing at the irony of it all. He was one of the first critics of materialism, one of the earliest Christian environmentalists, a sassy reformer of the church, and one of the classic conscientious objectors of war. Even though it's hard to imagine a saint whose life is more relevant to the world we live in today, Francis was not always so popular. Mm. He had his tussles with his pope back then. Um, one of Francis's um, quotes is uh, that he heard God whisper, repair my church, which is in ruins. So St. Francis of Assisi, along with the youth of his time, um, basically started a revival of the church. Mm-hmm. It was youth-led, which I think is cool because I kind of see that happening right now. Yeah. Um, uh, with uh, with the youth and um, them well, crying out against you know injustice. There's and- an ad that's running on CBS during the day, and it 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 presents the youth of America mm-hmm. and around the world, and how they're now be- they're the ones driving mm-hmm. the awareness of how we are abusing the earth and and why mm-hmm. we need to stop. And mm-hmm. so it's 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 in motion right now. Yep. Francis was the son of a wealthy cloth merchant born into a society where the gap between the rich and the poor was increasingly unacceptable. It was an age of religious crusades where Christians and Muslims were each killing each other, each in the name of God. The church and the world were in chaos, kind of like today. Francis did something simple and wonderful. He read the gospels where Jesus says, sell your possessions and give the money to the poor. Consider the lilies and the sparrows and do not worry about tomorrow. Love your enemies. And he decided to live as if Jesus meant the things he said. Francis turned his back on materialism and militarism of his world and said yes to Jesus. Mm. 
One of the quotes attributed to Francis is a simple and poignant critique of our world, just as it was to his. The more stuff we have, the more clubs we need to protect it. Be free like the lilies and the sparrows. With a childlike innocence, Francis literally stripped naked and walked out of a sissy to live like the lilies and the sparrows. He lived among the outcast and the ostracized. He lived close to the earth and, like Jesus, became a friend of the birds and creatures whom he fondly called brother and sister. Hmm. So there's a whole lot more to St. Francis than just the St. Francis at the birdbath. Um, He went on the Crusades um, with the Christians, but the whole time they were marching, he was pleading with them uh, against war and to turn back from this folly. It was the fifth crusade that he went, um, oh, excuse Mm -hmm. me, got a cat hair on my lip. That he, that he went, and they wouldn't listen to him. So he risked his life and the lives of his little brothers, that's what they were called, little mm-hmm. brothers, and went to the sultan himself. Um, they were captured and imprisoned, and but were able to speak to the sultan and um, also pleaded with the sultan to make peace. Mm-hmm. Um, but in, in any event, he was uh, he was a peacemaker. He was right. against war. He was against materialism, and he was for um, living the beatitudes. Right. And all of this has scriptural precedent. Mm-hmm. He 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 wasn't just some sort of mystic from the east that nope. brought in these new ideas, uh, bringing it to the scripture and, and its relevance. I've been studying the the Gospel of John, and most scholars think that it was published around ninety A.D. And uh, you know Francis the, published, not necessarily written. Right. Well, we could go into a lot of detail there. But if you think 90 A.D., Francis was around in 1200 mm-hmm. A.D., well, uh, the Apostle John had a, a lot of followers, and they even they refer to it as the Johannine school of thought. You know, They each had, uh, the disciples right. each had a school of disciples. And people flocked to John because uh, John was probably in relation with uh, some of, John the Baptist, uh, apostles, Mm -hmm. and um, they wanted to hear from someone that actually walked with Jesus, experienced Jesus. So they have these writings and they and they tell of uh, Jesus and and the way he viewed the earth and they're they're really wanting to point out to Gentile and Jewish audience that this is the promised Messiah, this is the Christ. Well, if you look in John 1, and I brought this up last week, Verses 1 through 5, many scholars believe, is a separate ancient hymn that would have been a popular hymn among John and and his followers, his disciples. Uh, And in this ancient hymn was basically verses 1 through 5 that they inserted later into Mm -hmm. the writing because they wanted to bring in this aspect of history and bringing in a reference that goes all the way back to the Hebrew Bible of in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Well, that's how John starts out is in the beginning was the word. And we talked about this a little bit last week. In the beginning was the logos. logos. And the logos is a translation that has stumbled 
English scholars for centuries because stymied. We have no Western concept or idea, right. and so basically, uh, some of the newer translations. Uh, actually just say logos and then they leave it to you to study and read what what is this concept well basically it comes from an ancient idea that uh you know christ was from the beginning christ god and it's this expression into creation it's this perfect idea don had mentioned chaos well it's the opposite of that it's Mm -hmm. order Mm -hmm. it's perfect order it's perfect idea it's perfect truth it's this universal truth and flow and if you watch any type of animal or earth series that's the one thing that stands out is how even if things look chaotic in the world, there's such perfect balance yes, and, and flow order. and everything's connected and interdependent mm-hmm. and related. And you'd mentioned that, you know, things going on in the bottom of the ocean mm-hmm. right now are directly affecting us yes. and they will yes. affect us. And so this idea of logos being in the beginning, it was with God and it was God and it's this existential you know idea of the divine and the created order and how god is then expressing that perfect creation and truth in through the created order and so you have light and you have you have the earth and the elements and you have then mankind well then along comes the promised messiah now this expression is being manifested Mm -hmm. into a human being and this is the incarnation of jesus and this is the essence of the gospel and so john's predicating his entire gospel message on this understanding uh, that god has expressed himself Mm -hmm. through creation and francis he got that he got the revelation Mm -hmm. and so when he reads in john's gospel uh don't take thought for your life Mm -hmm. consider the lilies of the Mm -hmm. field god even loves the sparrows Mm -hmm. and make sure that they have food you know why wouldn't he do the same for you and so francis of assisi knew that the finite manifests the infinite and the physical is the doorway to the spiritual Mm -hmm. if we can't if we can accept this foundational principle we call incarnation then all we need is right here and now in this world this is the way to that heaven includes earth and earth includes heaven there are not sacred and profane things places and moments there are only sacred and desecrated things places and moments and it is we alone human beings who desecrate them by our lack of insight and reverence it is one sacred universe and we are all part of it and that's richard roar richard roar amen so if you look at biblical references to creation and and humans in our place you know we were put as caretakers of this Mm -hmm. planet we were put in the planet uh, we were given the privilege of naming the animals and our responsibility was then to be a steward yes it was to be a caretaker not an overlord and not this isn't just our play field to abuse right and really sin is this definition of 
what we've done with this God-given yeah. responsibility. Maybe even calling thir- certain places things uh, sacred and mm. others not. Right. Um, and we, I agree with what you know, Father Richard Rohr says, is that because of the incarnation, because God coming into creation, everything now is sacred. It was um, Elizabeth Barrett Browning I heard this week. Um, she's got a poem, and I'm going to butcher it, but part of it says that every bush is a burning bush. Mm. Just some people pick the blueberries or blackberries. Mm-hmm. Some people just pick the blackberries. So we need to see through new eyes. Yeah. Amen. So we ask, why pets? You know, why? Uh, and Don had mentioned that, you know, a lot of people have reduced Francis of Assisi to preaching to birds. And uh, it, really, that's disrespectful. Yeah. I mean, that's so much more. That's not what he's about we've tried to present here he's about understanding that we're all part of this order and mm-hmm. we're all it's in a balance and yeah he calls earth wind and the mm-hmm. elements brother and sister because we're all part of this equation of creation and it reminds me i'm wearing i'm wearing <laughs> earrings uh, made from uh, by um, indigenous people mm-hmm. uh, from the navajo nation that was gifted to me and they are very well acquainted with everything we're saying mm-hmm. i mean we've heard that before you know um the, our indigenous people, our First Nations people, have a great respect and understanding that everything belongs, everything is interconnected, and we are a part of it. Yeah, and so even if you watch in the animal world a tiger attacking a deer, you, know, you might think that's a horrific thing, but then when you step back and see it all in balance, it's if the tigers didn't eat the deer, the deer would overpopulate and they would ruin the ecology and then the disease would come in. So everything works in a balance. And you mentioned, I thought of the indigenous people because things that I've read about uh, indigenous people is they have a very earthy, innate Mm -hmm. understanding of that balance and they respect yeah. wildlife you yeah. know they they kill it and they eat it but they give it honor with thanksgiving and gratitude yeah. and very much respect and they don't take more than they need right. and they understand that it's all part of a chain and mm-hmm. even, and that they're part of the yeah, chain yeah responsible hunters do the same thing yes. it's just you know mm-hmm. people that i've met that that hunt and fish responsibly they understand yep. their place, and they yes. don't take more than they need. They respect the wildlife. So all of this is part of it, and we bring up, you know, we're, we're bringing up Pet Sunday, and I have to admit that I used to think this was kind of frivolous and maybe mm-hmm. was appealing to, maybe a, just a ploy to, you know, get people to church. But the more I learn, the more knowledge I have, you know, I admit I was wrong. I, I see now mm-hmm. that, you know, why are we focusing on pets? And, and well, it's because of our pets are our given relationship mm-hmm. to this creation. You know, we've many of us have not uh, not only that, but they they teach us what unconditional love is. Yes, I was going to mention that yeah. second. So they're our opportunity to be a caretaker Mm -hmm. and to care for these animals provide for their needs uh make sure that they're well respect them well respect them and love them Mm -hmm. and then they in turn give us unconditional love back um and then also you made me lose my train i'm so sorry (laughs) 
I just have a couple of really good quotes. One of them is from St. Columban in Sermon 1. He says, If you wish to know the Creator, come to know His creatures. And then uh, Meister Eckhart wrote, A person who knew nothing but creatures would never need to attend to any sermons, for every creature is full of God and is a book. Mm-hmm. A lot of people say that creation is the first Bible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd thought of that this week that God, you know, the Logos, Christ was with God, is God in the beginning from the from the origins of things and then this beauty and this order was expressed through creation it was expressed through the creation of mankind and then it was brought to even more fruition with the incarnation of jesus christ and then with christ being crucified resurrected and ascending and now that spirit is within us well this is that third level of God continuing yeah. to manifest into creation. Mm-hmm. And then there will be a point in the future history where this will culminate in God living with the creation. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we have these grandiose religious ideas of going off to heaven the somewhere and living in a mansion in heaven. But yet if the, the Bible talks about ultimately the plan is to be here on earth and God yeah. to be present. And that will be with us, and that yeah. will be with the creatures, and it'll be a new heavens and a, and a new earth. So, you know, that's why we're picking today and kind of focusing on the pets, because mm-hmm. your pet is an opportunity for you to kind of encapsulate all this yeah. and and to show your love and respect. And I've mentioned Thanksgiving, this, gratitude. Yeah, Thanksgiving. I've mentioned this before, and, and I say it because it, it was a revelation in myself. Um, we, we've had dogs over the years, and um, uh, we had one dog in particular that after the kids all left the house... Um, the dog was very needy, and he very wanted neurotic. he wanted to be with you literally in your lap twenty four seven. So he'd follow you around, and I would catch myself yelling at the dog. I would catch myself getting angry with the dog, and the, the dog was kind of the bane of my existence. And it finally occurred to me one time, um, I had a friend that got a little dog and he just loved this thing and he really felt like he's like wow this dog just really kind of makes me happy and he gives me an opportunity to love Mm -hmm. and and express love and you know i got to realizing that you know we talk about god is love and yet we we miss these opportunities to release that love and express that love and i was like this is a real mirror into my soul it's like i've got to have a better relationship towards this animal because it's revealing angst in me it's revealing anger and impatience and all the things that aren't love and i i took that opportunity to kind of change my mind and pray for God to change And look what we heart. got, cats. We both thought we didn't like cats at all. I know, and now we're total cat. We're, we're probably just shy of the crazy cat people. Yeah. Let's maintain. We even had a cat wander into our life that we 
nursed back to health and now he's kind of a member of our family even though he's an outdoor cat we have two Jack, indoor Jack. cats and and an outdoor it's cat. Cra- i counted last night in our family now we have 12 cats between the kids and us oh really crazy where nobody had cats before it's like this new thing in our life anyway i've got i've got one more quote from elia delio she is um a theologian um a doctor of the church but she's also a scientist but i love this she's the delio she's the real delio (laughs) um every creature is born out of the love of god sustained in love and transformed in love every sparrow that falls to the ground is known and loved by god matthew 10 29 the spirit of god is present in love to each creature here and now so that all creaturely life shares in cosmic communion mm-hmm. Isn't that awesome amen Amen. So hopefully this brought to light to you some scriptural reference of how we are all part of this creation and how there's a balance and we have these God-given responsibilities mm-hmm. and it's our position to love and express the love and the way we interact with our pets could really be a reflection into yeah. what's going on in our soul. Mm-hmm. So this is a good opportunity for us to just humbly come before God and ask that the Holy Spirit maybe shine a light on some of these yeah. things and then just pray for grace, pray for grace to change. Amen. Uh, and also, um, I just you know wanted to encourage people um, to learn more about um, St. Francis. Um, also, his disciple and protege, uh, St. Claire of Assisi. She mm-hmm. has her own amazing story. Um, but that St. Francis was more than just the guy at the birdbath. Um, that he was anti-war. He uh, transformed the church in his day. He loved all God's um, creatures and creatures. Creation. Um, uh, so, if you would, if Let you want this, to, okay. I'll read this quote here from uh, uh, Francis. Who could ever express the deep affection he bore for all things that belong to God, or who would be able to tell tell of the sweet tenderness he enjoyed while contemplating in creatures the wisdom, power goodness and the goodness of the creator and Mm -hmm. i I think that's an important distinction that comes up when people write about francis um francis was not about uh, is it pantheism Uh, yes god is god is the elements and the creatures Mm Francis viewed this in a proper alignment panentheism that god is in all and they are an expression yes. of him, and they point to God. Yes, amen. The the beauty and of the and the balance of animals and waterfalls and the sun and the moon, us, all of these creations, point to the goodness and the mercy and the yeah. creativity of of an amazing God, amen. and they they are all they all show that He's praiseworthy. Yes, and I really believe Francis captured what the essence Mm -hmm. of understanding that and giving god proper due and credit and again just pointing out the the sinfulness of Mm -hmm. how we 
go at war with one another and yeah, how we focus war. so much on ourselves through materialism yeah, yeah. And, and getting ours at all cost and he saw the, Christ in the ostracized in the marginalized um, in the poor I mean he took it the words of Jesus very seriously very, and as should we yes as should we I think we need to get back to the real essence of what Jesus mm-hmm. was saying and you know the all of the apostles Matthew Mark Luke and John and how they recorded his activity uh, to get to the heart of it and to get take off these lenses yeah. of Western Christianity of evangelism and you know start seeing things for at the nature of why they were written yeah Amen. So well, let's get our pets. If your pet is amenable <laughs> to you holding the pet and laying ours hands on your asleep. pet, ours, I'm not bothering ours. Ours are all over the place. We got Jack Jack outside. We've got Addie upstairs somewhere, and Fred's right here on his rug. So, but you don't have to touch them or have them right there. And if you just want to pray this blessing over the animals that come into mm. your yard or around your apartment, by all means, mm. do that. So here we go. A blessing for a beloved animal. Blessed are you, Lord God, who made every living thing with which the water teems and every winged bird, the livestock, the creatures that move along the ground and the wild animals and called it all good. Thank you, Lord, for this animal, for its life that comes from you and for the love and joy it brings. Please bless this creature and let our loving care for them be a reflection of your loving nature. We praise you for all the beauty in creation and especially for this expression of your love. Blessed are you, Lord our God, in all your creatures. Amen and amen. 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 So I have um, one of the most um, famous prayers of St. Francis is going to be our ending prayer. Um, These, um, let's see. Yes. And we forgot to mention that our current Pope, Francis, took his name from St. Francis of Assisi. Um, Yes, he did. Yes. Who and St. Francis was Italian, but mm-hmm. our current pope was Arjun um, Tinian and came from a different school of right. of priests completely. But he, I so identified with the things that mm-hmm. um, were important to St. Francis that he took the name Francis, mm-hmm. and he has been a great proponent for creation care. And our current pope is also a scientist. Mm. So I am not a scientist. I am not either. Mm-hmm. Hear this prayer by St. Francis. Lord, make me an instrument of your peace. Where there is hatred, let me sow love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is discord, union. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is error, truth. Where there is despair, hope. Where there is sadness, joy. Where there is darkness, light. O Divine Master, grant that I may not so much seek to be consoled as to console, to be understood as to understand, to be loved as to love. For it is in giving that we receive, it is in pardoning that we are pardoned, and it is in dying that we are born to eternal life. Amen. 
Amen. Amen. Amen. Well, it's great being with everyone. Let me just give a check here to see if anybody has any comments or. Uh, Brian Owen feels that animals are just angels given yes. to us by God to make us feel the love of him himself. Amen. I so, completely agree. I've accused Fred of being an alien in a cat body, but I think angel would be better. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we could we could really go off on this subject about how we feel like the Lord through by the Holy Spirit uses birds to come and encourage us. So yeah, we're all intertwined. Yeah. And I'm sure everybody has stories oh, yeah, about absolutely. how animals have saved people's lives. You know, I've seen things where pigs have have, you know, recognized when someone has like a cancerous tumor they didn't mm-hmm. know they have. So mm-hmm. they there's a lot more going on there. We'll know well more. I'll know someday though. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> you wanna bless us? Well, uh, do you know the words to all creatures of our God? You know, if you make me do that, I'll just go blank. Yeah, because I'm going blank too. But the song we started with was the hymn, All Creatures of Our God Mm -hmm. and King. Lift up your voice and and let us sing, Oh, praise ye, oh, praise ye, alleluia, alleluia. And then it goes into... Oh, brother, sun with golden beam. Oh, sister, moon with silver gleam. Oh, praise ye. Oh, praise ye. Alleluia. 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 Yeah, so even if you've grown up in church and sung this hymn, you're singing what we're talking about. Yep. And this comes from Francis. It was and, inspired by St. Francis. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, if we'll, we'll try to post some of this stuff maybe the articles on a cc uh, oh i've been doing that you've been doing it okay good because they're they're great study material and just Mm -hmm. as you have time and you can google and wikipedia him very interesting person especially when he went to the sultan i i did print that history out you can look back on the page and i've got a whole article that i'm going to pick some out from i didn't get to share as much because of time this morning but i'll i'll print this article maybe i can find a way to get it on there there you go um and then how it all relates to the scripture. Good stuff. So yeah. uh, if you have any um, prayer requests or needs, um, Pamela Shree. Oh, Pamela. Isn't that Aunt That's Pam? That's Aunt Pam. Aunt Pam, how you doing? Good morning. She said nice voice. Oh, thank you. <laughs> no, I wouldn't even try it. That was... Well, thank you. That's how good she is. She wasn't even trying. <laughs> okay. Anyway, let's bless. All right. Well, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you. May his love be revealed through you. May the grace and the mercy that you receive be extended towards not only your pets, but creation, your love of the world we live in. May you understand the responsibility that we have as God's stewards of this earth. Lord, we thank you, Lord, for our brothers and sisters Mm -hmm. that have joined us. Help us to be agents of peace and love and mercy. And Lord, we thank you for it. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Well, God bless you all. God Um, bless your animals. Yeah. And send us a picture. I'd love to to see the pictures of your pets. So uh, we will look forward to being with you next week. God bless you all.